Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. This is week 12. I got Javi and I got David and you guys will be joining me in New York in a couple hours. It's Thursday night. We're doing it a day early because these two guys are flying up to New York to shoot this serious satellite radio show on Saturday night. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. And yeah. It's time we get to meet Javi, man. Me and David met a couple weeks back, but now we get to see Javi come in. Um, he's going to be buying us everything since he's, you know, made <laughs> close to $200,000 in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, no, it should be a good time. We're going to do some dinner together, take the wives out, which is kind of courageous of us, you know, throwing three wives together, um, by themselves while we're doing a show, but should be an interesting weekend. I'm excited, man. I hope you guys have a safe flight. I'll see you guys, I guess like in 48 hours. Um, but we're going to talk about this NFL slate. It's Thursday night. It looks like, to me, there's not too many games to really, 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 really focus on, uh, which I kind of like. Um, you can kind of lower your player pool, get a lot more of the players you like, not have to build out so many different variations. So, um, you know, are you guys feeling the same way about this slate? I know, Avi, you've done a couple podcasts this week. Are you kind of targeting three or four games is kind of what I've been hearing around town. Uh, what game do you like the best right now? Yeah, I'm I'm only targeting uh, about three games right now from from my perspective, and it, I I think my favorite is the Oakland and New York Jets. Uh, I know people are a little scared off Oakland traveling to the East Coast and whatnot, but I don't believe in that too much. They're professionals; they've been doing this for years, so that's that's my main game right now. What about you, David? Man, I don't really have just a few games I'm looking at here. I, I'm kind of spread all over the place. I haven't found uh, many just standout guys and standout plays at the right ownership that I love. So I'm hoping by breaking it down with you guys tonight, I can uh, help land on some some uh, you know main lineup plays and finish this article up for you guys. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's start with the first game in Atlanta. Um, I think this will be a prime target for most players. Um, I've been targeting Tampa Bay. All season long, I've been targeting Atlanta all season long, but Atlanta's kind of came out of nowhere with a strong defense after shutting down the Saints. Uh, They kind of did the same thing last week as well. So I'm not as high on the Bucs. You know, I will have a share or two of Mike Evans. This could be the week. Uh, Godwin goes off. He's been crying quiet lately. So for for some low ownership, you know, if I'm making 20 lineups, I'll probably have one or two Godwin lineups, but I'll lean on Evans. But I think it's a smash spot for Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Those are the two guys I'm going to be targeting the most. And I like Matt Ryan as well. David, you're from Atlanta. How do you feel about these Falcons? Do you feel like the defense is going to hold up for another game? Or are you going to be targeting um, some of these uh, Buccaneers as well? Yeah, so I'm still not sold on the Atlanta defense. I know we look good the past couple of weeks, but I just, I mean, I saw us lose seven in a row. I just don't believe that we fixed every little thing. Now we have offenses preparing for us more, maybe taking us more seriously. So I'm liking a couple Tampa Bay guys, and I think Mike Evans is going to be one of my favorite guys this week. I've seen him tear up Atlanta before. He truly is James's number one guy. He can beat these defensive backs. I know Trufant's look good, but he's not going to be on him the whole game. Um, to me, it just feels like a Mike Evans game for Tampa, and I'm really flirting with putting him in my main. I'd like to hear y'all's take on that. And then on the Falcon side, <clears throat> so you have Matt Ryan, who I think is going to be popular this week. Because you're going against Tampa Bay 31st, uh, I mean, they're almost dead last uh, 
pass defense. So Julio Jones is an elite play. He's the kind of guy that can get you 150 and a touchdown or two in this kind of situation, especially with no Hooper and especially with no Sanu who just got traded away. So it's pretty much Julio, Ridley, Ryan, and then maybe Freeman's back. Because of the lack of receiving depth on this team right now, I think I'm going to fade Ryan in this spot when he's going to be really popular. And he's also dealing with some injuries right now, and he's only got two guys to throw to, essentially. So give me Julio, give me Evans, and some Ridley, and I'm probably done with it. What do you think, Av? Yeah, I I think I feel the opposite. Julio's let me down in in both season-long and uh, DFS. So I'm uh, I'm actually more on Ridley than Julio to be honest. Um, I'm not. I, I mean, I know David, you're you're a Falcons fan, so you you understand the team more. But I I, I do like what I see with this since the bye week with the the Falcons. So I, I think I I like the Falcons defense a little bit more. I think I'll have about ten FanDuel lineups um, and a few DraftKings. But I I'll have Jameis with Evans and Jameis with Godwin matching the identical build, and I. I've said this for a few weeks on the podcast now, and I think that's going to be the the same thing. You know, I, I believe more in Atlanta side more than the Tampa Bay side, but again, I think my main play just to save some salary is going to be Ridley. I'm um, not on, uh, you know, 25% ownership for Julio is something I, I might fade. You know, I'll have it in a few lines, of course, just to to have him in there because he's in a smash matchup. But I'm a, I'm a little off uh, the Tampa Bay side for the most part until I see Atlanta fall apart again. All right. Um, a game that I'm going to probably stay away from for the most part, because um, I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield, but the Cleveland Browns, they're actually favored by 11 points. I think that's a little high, uh, personally, as well. If I was betting on this game, I might take the points with the Dolphins here. The guy I like the most in this game would probably be Beckham or Landry here. Um, Nick Chubb seems interesting, but at the same time, T.Y. Hilton, can you drop another pass? Oh, my God. Uh, sorry, it's Thursday Night Football, and I need to win my season long, and he dropped the second pass now. Um, but Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, I, I prefer to play them two over anybody in this game. I'm not a big fan of Baker. He's going to be high on. I'll let other people you know, attack that. For the Miami side, going to stay away from everybody. I know Devontae Parker's looked good recently. Um, some people were taking the discount on Balazs, but – I'm going to stick to Beckham, Landry, and maybe a share or two of the Browns' defense, but I think there's better spots even for defense um, instead of paying up for the Browns here. Javi, do you like Odell? Do you like Baker Mayfield? How do you feel about attacking these Dolphins? Yeah, I mean, if if Odell's going to be 20% owned, I think I'm going to fade him and just go Landry. Um, I think Landry, I don't believe in the revenge narrative, but you know he hates the Dolphins after spending – bunch of years there being their top guy so i i think uh i think i prefer that matchup being the slot uh it's just dolphins dbs are terrible so either one works i don't hate it uh but i think i'm gonna target landry more than beckham um what about you dj it's all i'm on yeah so i do like obj it's a good matchup the price is right he's gonna be popular but um i think he's pretty safe I mean, he's not going to get you a goose egg here. Baker knows to throw it to him. They need to get him in the end zone. Every, everyone in Cleveland knows it. Uh, Jarvis Landry, the revenge narrative thing, okay. I believe in that a little bit, and I believe it in a little bit more when it's back at the home stadium. So if it was in Miami, I'd like him a little bit more. But Landry does have a tough time finding the end zone. However, it's against the Miami Dolphins defense, and it's the right price. So I, I'm going to mix him in. I might have him in like 10% of my lineups, but I like Beckham Jr., 
better. And as far as the running backs go over here, you've got Nick Chubb, who's in a great smash spot too, and Kareem Hunt. I wrote in my article, it's hard to pin down which of these Browns that you want because they're all in a great spot. So I like Nick Chubb. I'm going to put him on a few Millie Maker teams, and I'm also going to put Kareem Hunt garbage time touchdown and a few millimaker maker teams as a cheap pivot from Chubb uh, because if Chubb's not getting it done then I expect Kareem Hunt to and that's just something I've been kind of leaning on and you're going to see that with a few of these games I like the starter and the backup running back yeah with, with Beckham I think he's the top player of this game you know I think he you got to price and force him here at seven thousand dollars for Odell Beckham in a matchup versus the Dolphins at home um, he's getting targets. He's getting the air yards. He's not finding his way in the, in the end zone. I think this is a week he kind of breaks out. Um, I don't think he can burn you at 7K, um, especially on FanDuel at 7K. That's as low as you're going to see him. You don't have to worry about PPR. If he grabs a big touchdown, uh, a 60-yarder somehow, and he breaks the slate or, or breaks out of his little slump at 7K, I think he's pretty safe there for cash games and your GPPs. Um, now we're going to a game that I'm kind of totally off. I know some people are on Montgomery. Um, I'm not playing Barkley here versus the Bears. He hasn't looked the same. Golden Tate, I guess, kind of sneaky um, at the right price. It looks like Ingram is most likely out of this game. Um, he could, you know, potentially. Is he ruled out yet or is he? Yeah, just, he's doubtful. Doubtful, yeah. He's yeah. So yeah. it looks like he's going to be gone. If he's definitely gone, I think he had to bump up Golden Tate a little bit. But. This, this whole game is a stay-away spot for me. So um, if you guys have something on there, uh, let me know. Maybe the Bears' defense. You know, Javi, how do you feel about this game? Is it, no. It's one of the avoid spots, right? Yeah, fade for me. I'm, I'm not on it at all. I know. Defense at all? Yeah. Bears' defense? Possibly? Yeah, Giants that might. I, I think Bears' defense might be the only thing I focus on. Maybe the Giants if, if Trubisky's out. Um, but I mean, I might just avoid this game altogether, even defense. Yeah. I mean, their defense is priced up too, to cause of matchup. So I, I'm not really on it as much. I do like the giants defense at 2,900 on draftings, but even then I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, this is a stay away spot for me. I know people like Allen Robinson. He's, he's almost double di- digit projection. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm fading it. What about you, DJ? Yeah, it's pretty much a fade for me, too. I was looking at Saquon pretty hard earlier this week, but he is just kind of fighting this injury bug. I mean, he can get you 20, but he he hasn't looked the same. He's banged up. Um, I want to play him to kind of be different because I don't like some of this chalk this week, but I'm not sure I'm going to land there. And as far as the receivers go, no, I'm not really on any of this. Um, I might take a closer look at these defenses. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a smart play. If you want to take him for like a, a deep GBP, I think Robinson and Tate make the most sense, but it's probably the defenses. Um, a game I do like though, I like Drew Brees, I like Michael Thomas, I like Alvin Kamara. I know David's got an interesting take on Kamara. Um, every time we text some lines with Kamara in it, he kind of poo-poo's them because he thinks Latavius Murray's gonna break uh, Kamara's heart here and break some of our lineups here. McCaffrey. We faded him last week, or at least I faded him last week. Didn't come back to burn me. I think he can do the same thing this week, but he's McCaffrey, so he's always in a good spot. Kyle Allen, I'm, I'm staying away after last week versus tough defense in a dome. Um, I think the Saints apply pressure here. You can play some DJ Moore shares, some Curtis Samuel shares, some Greg Olson shares, but I'm going to be more on the Saints side of things. I think Jared Cook's in a good spot. I love Michael Thomas. I like Kamara. I like Breeze. 
I'm definitely going to have some Saint stacks. Uh, David, why are you selling me off Kamara right now? Yeah, so I do like Kamara. I mean, the Carolina Panthers, everyone should know, I, I've been targeting for a month. It's worked out great. Now everyone's kind of caught up. Kamara is in a great spot. I'm going to have a lot of Kamara, but a lot of people are going to have a lot of Kamara, and he's not surpassing, you know, he hasn't surpassed 14 touches the last three weeks. I think they win this game pretty easily, and I think they're going to keep mixing Lat Murray in. They've been doing it. Uh, you know, he got 10 touches, three less than Kamara last week. He just didn't get in the end zone, or he doesn't really get uh, as many receiving yards, but he's getting those targets too. I just know he's half the price as Kamara and in the exact same situation and getting almost the exact same amount of targets. So I'm going to take the discount on some of my teams. It was like I was saying earlier, I like a lot of these running back spots, but each of these running back spots uh, have a backup guy that can get it done too. So that's what I'm struggling with this week, but this is my favorite team to target in Carolina. Yeah, I, I mean, the, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not on Lat Murray. He's not even in my player pool. Uh, I, in the last four games, Kamara's been targeted seven, eight. He missed two weeks, and then ten, ten times. So he's yeah. been targeted a ton, especially on DraftKings. He's more enticing, but even on FanDuel, I mean, he averaged he's averaging six yards a carry his last two games, and yeah, they're not feeding him the ball as well, but he's catching the ball. I think he's easily going to catch maybe one or two touchdowns and, and maybe even run one in. I, I think it's just, you know, it's Carolina's defense. Um, you know, like like you said, target that. Aaron Jones had four touchdowns two weeks ago against them. I mean, yeah. it's just a smash spot. You have to lock them in, especially in your cash lineups and even in your GPP. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to do 10 big fan duel tournaments, and he'll be in eight of my 10 lineups. Maybe he will break my heart, but I'm, I'm sold on him, and I'll have a few Michael Thomas and – and Drew Brees. I mean, they're a little expensive, so it's tough to fit them both, but I'll have at least one stack together, and that's about it. That's all I'm targeting on my end. Yeah, I think Kamara's in a good spot, um, but Dave Absolutely, makes some good yeah. points. You know, he's, he's been a guy kind of been fading, you know, for ever since he got injured, and he hasn't been playing himself. Um, so I, I understand the fade, but it's no, also... I'm not fading him. I'm, I'm, I said it. I just want to make it clear. I, I like Alvin Kamara a lot, and in this spot, I'm just struggling with some of these pivots too. I mean, I'm playing Alvin Kamara. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, it's so, not like that, Jay. What do you think, huh? It sounds know, like he's fading. I think he's been telling us he's been playing Latavius Murray all week, and now he's backing out of it on the podcast. Watch, I'm playing Lat Murray. Obviously, better, but I'm getting some of both. Okay. I prefer Brian Hill over that. Let's talk about a guy you really like, Josh Allen, playing at home against the Broncos. Yeah. Um, it's him. It's Singletary. It's the Bills D. It's John Brown. Um, it's nobody on his Denver side for me. Um, I don't think this is a great spot overall. I think it's a game that I'm fading for the most part. But uh, I'm sure you want to talk about Josh Allen, so go right ahead, bud. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think I'm on him this week. There's a lot of uh, decent mid-tier quarterbacks all bunched up around there. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the Josh Allen week. He's not playing the Dolphins, so I'm I'm not going to have him this week. I don't think. And uh, John Brown, I respect Denver's uh, pass defense a little bit. Cortland Sutton, he's the number one there, price mid-range. But Buffalo's D is pretty good. It should be freezing. I'm not really on anyone in this game. What about you, Javi? Yeah, I'm off it, too. I was talking to it a little with Tim Patrick because of his game last time uh, and the corner that's covering him because it's not going to be white. White's going to be you know, shadowing sun. But uh, I might 
have a share or two of Tim Patrick just because he's, you know, 5,400 on Fanduel, So he's still dirt cheap. And maybe he gets a touchdown or he gets those nine points. But other than that, I'm full on faith in this game. This is one of the games I don't like. Okay, okay. I can't agree with that. And this next game, kind of the same thing for me. I see some people, you know, still talking about Jeff Driscoll here. I guess on DraftKings where he's pretty much min salary, he makes some sense. Um, Bo Scarborough, a couple people talking about he's cheap. I hear some people on, on Darius Geis. I don't know, a game that I'm probably going to fade as well. You know, two you know, young quarterbacks against two mediocre defenses with mediocre offenses. Nothing that really intrigues me here. You know, maybe in season longs, if you got Terry or you got Kenny Galladay, you play them. But for DFS purposes, I can maybe play some Redskins defense. I can maybe play some Lions defense. Um, but nothing really interests interests me in this game. Do you like Galladay? Do you like Terry? Do you like anybody in this game, Avi? No, I'm not on anybody in this game. Uh, the only person I might think about is Darius Geis at 5,400 on FanDuel. Um I think this week you have to go somebody at running back that's like 5,500 or below. And, uh, you know, that op- those options are pretty limited between Darius Geis, Brian Hill, who burned the world last week. Um, and Brian Hill faces the top rush defense in Tampa. So I think I'm going to be on Geis more than anything just for the salary saver. So I'm, I'm going to have a good share of, of Geis, even though it's the second game back, but he's facing Detroit from a bottom three run defense. So that's about it for me. Uh, what about you, DJ? Yeah, I was looking at Geist, too, um, just a little bit, though. I mean, he's going to be – like, I, what in these Millie Maker tournaments where we put in, you know, a lot of entries, I might sprinkle them in a couple. But I, I do like some of these cheaper pivots better better than Geist. That we have one more coming up, too. Jeff Driscoll's okay. I played him last week, got lucky with him. He was a lot cheaper last week, though. I don't like him at 7,300 on FanDuel. And Bo Scarsborough – I watched him play a lot of college ball. It's concerning. He got drafted by the Cowboys and cut pretty quickly and then had to be scraped up by Detroit. To me, that doesn't really ring very true for what what they think in him. I mean, it might be one of his last shots here next week. 6,400, you can sprinkle him in a little, but he's not my top guy. I wouldn't put him in a main lineup or a high dollar. Besides that, I don't really see much else I'm liking here, aside from Terry McLaurin, who I would just play in like season longs, but I don't even want a lot in DFS. Yep, I agree. Um, here's a sneaky game. I think, you know, some of the sharp people will be on it. Um, two defenses that have been, you know, kind of suspect all year long. Um, Jets at home. You got Darnold's been looking better. Jamison Crowder's been, you know, he quietly has gotten a touchdown in the last three games, pretty much averaging around 15 to 20 points in those games as well. So I think he's in play. I think Darnold is super low owned and super sneaky if you want to, Take a shot there. Same thing with Derek Carr, Tyrell Williams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. You know, you know what guys you want on Oakland side. You want their top running back, top wide receiver, top tight end, and Derek Carr is in play for a cheap, low-owned mm-hmm. quarterback. And then Le'Veon Bell again is going to be one of the higher-owned, you know, running backs, especially on DraftKings. Guy hasn't done much. He hasn't like lost anybody money, but he hasn't really made anybody money either. Um, He's getting receptions. He's getting 15 to 20 points a game. This is a great matchup for him if he ever breaks out. He's finding a way in the end zone. You know, he's got three touchdowns in the last six games as well. You know, it's it's a game to play 
because I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to shoot over. It's going to be one of the better games versus weak defenses. And I think just for the for the price, you got to take some shares of Le'Veon Bell as well. Not, I'm not excited about it, but for the price, especially on DraftKings, it makes some sense. Um, Dave, I know you like this game as a sneaking game, I think. I know, Avi, you might like it as well. So, uh, Dave, go first. Do, do you want to play Le'Veon Bell, or are you just playing him because everybody else is playing him? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I think Javi likes this game more than I do. I don't think I'm going to be on left though. Look, it's week 12. I've seen what I've seen. He hasn't done much. He's not giving me the upside I want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep chasing him anymore. It's a good matchup, but I don't think I'm going to play him. Uh, Josh Jacobs has looked fantastic. Just not ending up on my main teams right now. I think he's in a pretty good spot though against the Jets, but not as good as the spot as he was against the Bengals last week and he didn't get in the end zone. So I'm probably off him, too. Um, Javi, you like this game more than I do. Do you see something? Or res- oh, I'll mention, too, Griffin, my boy Griffin. Oh, uh, man, you beat me to it. Uh, yeah, man, I beat everyone to it. I've been playing <laughs> this guy for weeks. He, uh, he's just getting it done, and his price is still cheap, and people are going to be on him again this week. That's fine. He's 5,600. We can win it somewhere else. I mean, he got 109 yards last week with one touchdown. Uh, two weeks before that, he got a touchdown to overturn. The week before that, he had two touchdowns. Two weeks before that, he had a touchdown. He's a good play, and Sam Darnold's thrown it to him. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the only guy in this game I can see on one of my main lines. Javi, what do you got? Yeah, I'm a big fan of this game. I like both quarterbacks. Uh, I'll have multiple shares probably of both. Uh, Jamison Crowder's probably one of my favorite wide receivers. I mean, look at his last three games. He's been targeted eight times, seven times, nine times. Reception-wise, he's got eight, five, and five, and the three touchdowns. I think he's on fire. He's playing a, a bottom five pass defense in Oakland. Uh, Oakland is a little better against the run. So I, I'm not on the running backs at all this week, actually, for, for this game. I'm more on the passing game with um, Derek Carr with Tyrell Williams, Derek Carr with uh, Waller. But uh, I do like uh, Ryan Griffin a lot this week. Um, you know, he's projecting at – under 10% owned right now, which I yeah. hope stays that way. I don't think it, it will. Um, but Waller and Ertz are taking all the tight end ownership, and I think Griffin's just going to sneak in there. Uh, I am a little concerned about Griffin because he did only get five targets. But, again, I mean, for a tight end at that price, it's it works out. Um, I, I don't well, think he'll go five for five again, but I like it. You can either go him or maybe go Goddard. You know, whatever makes more sense for you, bro. Yeah, they watch both, out, man. Watch they, out. They, they both, you know, they both played the tight end position. Their last name starts with a G. You know, oh one guy God. cost you a million dollars. One guy would have won you a million dollars. Whichever one you want, dude. Just pick one. All right, next game. Moving on. <laughs> just so everybody who doesn't know, um, Javi finished in third place in a million maker on DraftKings, which is the highest of any of my friends ever finished. So, much respect. You know, he had a good shot. Goddard didn't come through at the end for him, but very respectable finish. Um, I'm just busting his balls. That's why he wants to move to the next game. <laughs> so we got the Steelers and the Bengals. You know, there's a lot of injuries here. Bengals aren't playing for much. I think you you play the Steelers' defense if you can afford them. Yep. We got to wait for some injuries here. There's some things that I don't even know what's about to happen with this wide receiver core. Do we have a final word on – Who's definitely playing? Who's not playing? Do you guys are you guys updated on the wide receiver core or no? Um, so Juju is is questionable, but more likely doubtful is what they're saying. Uh, Deontay Johnson practiced in full, so I think he's going to be good to go. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that's about it. Yeah, so we got to watch out for it. If Deontay is out and James Washington is in play, I think a sneaky play in this game will be Vance McDonald, no matter you know what kind of happens with um, Juju and Deontay. Vance is pretty safe and he's pretty cheap. I like to the play there. I'm not really on the Samuels train. He's kind of burned us a couple of times. Great matchup, though, versus the Bengals. Probably your best running back matchup of the slate. Mm-hmm. So I guess you got to have a couple shares, but he's expensive. You know, he's expensive in certain spots here. So I don't know if I really want it. I don't want any of these Bengals. Um, DJ, running backs, Pittsburgh, do you want any of these guys? Yeah, I think so. Um, if But it gets better if Juju misses, which he looks doubtful. I'm surprised Deontay Johnson practiced. He had blood coming out of his ear after that hit. I thought he would definitely be out um, after last week's fiasco. Uh, but look, over uh, if, so if both of those guys are out, Jalen Samuels basically becomes a wide receiver too over there, and Washington would be a great play. But Jalen Samuels should be starting here, I think. And he's going to get a lot of targets, too. I'm keeping an eye on any Benny Snell news. I know they like Snell a lot. And it seems like they like Samuels to catch more than they like him to run. So if those two wide receivers are gone, I think it bumps Snell up a little bit at just minimum price with the best matchup in football to run against, aside from the Panthers. I'm keeping my eye on it in a GPP, but I do like Samuels. Not really on the passing game on either teams. I don't believe in... uh, and Cincinnati's quarterback here, and I'm not really on the tight ends either. There's just not enough talent. I know y'all are going to beat me up for thinking about Benny Snell, but Javi, what, uh, what's your first punch, man? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, because I think I'm just going to avoid the whole Pittsburgh running back situation. I think it's a mess, because you got Trey Edmonds in there, too, who looks better than Jalen Samuels. I mean, maybe they do line him up as a wide receiver, but I'm pretty sure Deontay Johnson will practice is probably going to play. Yeah, uh, I know he's getting more rapport with James Washington, but James Washington sixty one hundred on on Fanduel. I mean, it's it's risky. Uh, I think this is a this game's a fade for me. And Vance McDonald, if he's going to come in at eight to ten percent ownership, I I prefer just to go to Ryan Griffin personally. So uh, that's that's my take. But again, I don't know how to pick tight ends. So what do I know? <laughs> well, let's talk about the Eagles then. Uh, you got Zach Ertz playing at home versus Seahawks. This should be your shootout game, um, but if you watched the last game the Eagles played, they were pretty terrible. Um, it looks like Jeffrey will be back here. That kind of muddies the water a little bit. It looks like Jordan Howard's going to be back here. That changes things for that Miles Sanders chalk that we all ate last week. Um, Seattle, though, Russell Wilson definitely played. Tyler Lockett, one of my top wide receivers. This dude, Jacob Hollister, has looked good recently, too. Um, Chris Carson, maybe, but, you know, not the best running back on the board. But this is a game you want to stack up with not too many games that look good. This is one that looks good here. So um, talk about these tight ends first, Javi. Are you playing the Ertz chalk here? Are you going back to Goddard? Do you like Hollister <laughs> at all? <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. So uh, no no Goddard for me this week. Okay. I'm going to fade that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Jacob Hollister, he's, he's facing an Eagles who team who actually defends the tight end pretty well. So I'm not really sold on, on it too much. I, I think I'll have a share or two just to, for GPPs because Russell Wilson loves throwing to the tight end. But, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the coffin. I'm really on Russell and Lockett. That's gonna, I'm just going to have one stack of that, really. I might throw Hollister in there to double stack that game. But, again, and 
you know, Russell's got to do most of the work. And I, I know, um, you know, Philly, their run defense is like middle of the pack, but I'm not on Carson. Um, maybe one or two shares of Miles Sanders just because he's still cheap at 5,600. But uh, I, I think it's Jordan Howard is going to play a little. I think he will play. I think he's still banged up. So I'm not really on that as all uh, as much this week. But Miles Chan- Sanders is coming in at like 15% ownership. So um, I might I might just fade altogether. What about you, DJ? I like Russell Wilson a lot here. He's uh, got one of the highest floors and highest ceilings on a slate where I'm finding everyone's just trying to find a quarterback and I hope he throws three touchdowns. There's not really many other people that can get it done on the ground like Wilson. So I do like him. Uh, it's been working to pay up for quarterbacks this year, uh, and that's probably what I'm going to do again. I'm, I love Lockett when he's completely healthy, but I'm not sure that he's going to be 100% if he plays here. He was just in the hospital two days uh, after that last game uh, before their bye. And he's he, uh, from what I'm reading, he just doesn't look 100%, which leads me to DK Metcalf. This guy is huge. Like, I didn't know he was so big. I was I Googled him the other day. This guy is a freak show. He, I, I did not know this. But no, he's going – he, he Googled – TK Metcalf to look at his body. <laughs> like I googled him to see where his hometown was because I was looking for a narrative. It's not Philly, but um, he uh, he's from Oxford. But this guy is huge. Nice but he gets dude. Philly defense. He gets targeted in the red zone a lot. If Lockett's a little banged up, I look for Russell to look for Metcalf more. And then I'm also considering Jacob Hollister as well. This is going to be the tight end that goes under the radar. I think this week. In his last two games, he has three touchdowns, 16 targets in the two, and over 100 yards, or 99. Um, he's going to be one of my sneaky tight ends this week. You know what we're going to do when we're doing the show on Saturday? Scott Engel is going to be in studio with us before, and he's a diehard, diehard Seahawks fan. And before anybody knew about Hollister, this is like two or three weeks ago, I had like just enough money left to either – it was when Wilson was still there he's like, no, don't play Wilson, play Hollister. And I didn't listen to him. I ended up going somewhere else. And that was the first game where Hollister got, like, two touchdowns. And mm-hmm. I had to hear that for, like, a week and a half. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll ask him on Saturday because he's got the insider view on all the Seattle weaknesses, their strengths. He's definitely going to tell us to play Russell Wilson, that's for sure. But <laughs> we'll ask him some insider info on Lockett and Hollister and maybe who to attack them with, maybe a Zach Ertz or not. Um, but I think Ertz will be the chalk tight end. Pretty safe play as well. Um, game to avoid here most likely for me. Chark keeps on having good games, but I don't think this is the matchup for him. I think it's interesting to either take one of these running backs. Whoever you think is going to win this game, I think they will probably have a good game for the running back position. I kind of lean Henry over Fournette. I think from what I'm hearing, it's pretty even as far as ownership goes. But I like Henry over Fournette. Uh, Dave, I know you're a Henry fan. I know you're probably not a Fournette fan. Um, what are you thinking here with these running backs? Do you like either of them? Uh, yeah, I do like Henry. I hate that he's gotten so popular and so expensive. I've, I've liked Henry all year. Um, but, yeah, he's in a great spot. He's got the great highlight. You can go back and watch him run at 101 yards or whatever it is is against Jacksonville, I think, last season, maybe the season before that. But he's he's in a good spot because he's not splitting carries like a lot of these other guys we've talked about. He's going to get the full load here. DJ Chark, not really on him this week, I don't think. Uh, Humphreys, Cole, Brown, 
No, not really looking at any of these guys. And I think Delaney Walker is going to be back this week. Um, so he is a guy that you could look at, too. Jacksonville isn't great against the tight end. They're not terrible, but, I mean, Delaney Walker is going to be elite over that position. So you could give him a look if you uh, – he's only 5400 He's like the same price as Griffin. So, yeah, take a look at Walker. Yeah, I'm, I'm just on uh, the running backs for this game, not really on the wide receivers or quarterback. Um, I do like the Jacksonville defense, too, just because of their price, even though they're not what they used to be. Uh, Tannehill makes mistakes. Tennessee makes a lot of mistakes. But uh, at the running back position, I, I, I have projected Fournette and Henry to score the same amount of points. Uh, Fournette was more involved in the passing game this last time around. Uh, with Foles back, I think he's going to take a big step forward, and he's actually priced cheaper than he was last week. Um, he had seven targets, seven receptions. I mean, they only went for 34 yards, but he you mentioned it. He's, he's not splitting carries. Um, yep. Well, Henry's not splitting carries, but neither is Fournette. So I am I'm on Fournette more this week because of his price. Tennessee middle of the pack against the run defense, but I don't. I think they'll pass all over them, and Fournette can uh, punch it in a few times. So I'm I'm actually on Fournette more than Henry this week at at seven thousand on Fanduel. Now most people are saying you know the the Millie Maker and all these big tournaments are going to be decided after the one o'clock games. We do have a second four o'clock game. Um, I don't think much ownership is going to be on this Jaguar-Titans game, but there will be some ownership on the Patriots game. It looks like there's going to be some rain potentially, but it's way too early to tell. It's only Thursday night right now. Um, and we got Prescott, who's looked really well. You got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, which is starting to show up here. And then you got Brady, who looked terrible. This offense kind of looked terrible last week. They got the win, but he was disgusted. I just picked up Antonio Brown back on my season-long team. I drafted him. I'm hearing some rumors that they might bring him back in in New England. I don't know if it's just bullshit what? or what, but I picked him up just in case. Um, are you guys targeting this game? I know, Avi, you're a Dallas fan. Do you think this game can potentially shoot out? Is this Patriots defense too good? What are you thinking mm-hmm. here? No, I'm, uh, I'm full fading this game. Uh, both defenses – uh, both receivers, both running, all, all of it. Uh, I think it's just it's gonna be a low-scoring game. It's it's projected. It's one of the lower projected games actually. Uh, but I I don't know. I'm not feeling anybody. Brady looks like crap. Uh, Dak is playing the best defense in the league. Um, I'm I'm not on Zeke. He's too expensive. The only thing I might do to be sneaky is maybe Dallas defense, but I don't think I'm even gonna do that. So I'm off this. What about you, DJ? Um. I, I never want to be off Amari Cooper. I think he's just very elite, but it is one of the lowest scoring games on the slate. So I'm pretty much avoiding two. I don't think I want any Zeke um, going against the number one rush defense, the Patriots running backs. You don't know who to choose. Dak is a little interesting because he's going to be like under 5% owned and it's Dak. He's a running quarterback. He's looked great all season. But I don't think he's going to be the top-scoring guy. And at that price, I guess I'm going to pretty much be fading this whole game. Yeah, I think Amari could be sneaky here. You know, now that you say it, he's he's going to be very, 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 very low-owned. And you're getting a top-tier wide receiver, very low-owned. He could be sneaky. I'm not going to have him in my first five builds, don't get me wrong. But, you know, maybe in my if – I, if I go 15 deep, this game – could shoot out, man. Both these teams have offenses that can produce, but obviously not a main target here. So, you know, we got to check for injuries. There's a lot more stuff going on. 
Um, we have our cheat sheet that are going to be produced by tomorrow night. We're doing this Thursday night. So by Friday night, everybody's cheat sheets, Nick's, um, Javi's, mine, David's, are going to be up for DraftKings and FanDuel. We have our projection models up. We will be playing NBA, you know, Friday night, Saturday night. There's some big tournaments. So, you know, make sure you check that out. Make sure if you have SiriusXM, you know, you tune in on Saturday night at 11 o'clock. David and Avi are going to be joining me. There's sports betting articles. There's hockey articles. There's soccer articles. We got some PGA going on. And we got promotions going on on the website. So if you want to sign up for a gold membership, you'll be entered into our Slack channel. Use the code RADIO for 20% off. And, uh, you know, make sure you check us out. David, you know, Avi, have a safe flight tomorrow. I will see you in New York soon. And uh, let's have a, a good flight, a good show on Saturday. And everybody make some money on Sunday. That's the plan here. So um, any, any last parting gifts you guys got for him? Yeah, sure. Uh, Google DK Metcalf. <laughs> and also... <laughs> I've got. I wrote down my three running, my three backup running backs. I'm considering Lat Murray, Snell, and Hunt. One of them gets in the end zone. One of them exceeds value five x out of those three. Oh, uh, you got to follow it up with something now. Yeah, don't play Ga- Dallas Goddard. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's all you guys got to know. I'm gonna say that you know the million maker lineup will not have anybody from the four o'clock game. So just stack up this. You know, there's one o'clock games, and you should be good. Hopefully, nobody chases down. But if you're going to put somebody in that game, in the four o'clock games, I think David kind of sold me on um, a little bit of some Amari Cooper shared. I think there's some potential there. Hey, I'll that, too, Jay. Sorry, but I, I think we need to look at Edelman a little more, too. If uh, Dorsett is out with concussion and Sanu is out, that's going to give a lot of targets to Edelman. And on DK, if he can catch the ball, you know, 10 times, you're you're in the money. No, good call there. I think Edelman, you know, Edelman and Cooper could be sneaky. You know, I, I'm going to want to watch that, that 4 o'clock game, so I'll make one lineup possibly with an Edelman stack with Cooper, and hopefully, you know, they show up and they, and they have big games there. And I think Zeke, at the same time, he could find the end zone to be sneaky. So, in your deeper, deeper lineups, your lower, you know, money amount lineups, I would throw a couple of shares in there. But um, that's it for today. And we'll be, you know, on the radio, on articles, Friday, Saturday, all the way leading to Sunday's live stream. Um, that'll be on windailysports.com. So everybody have a good night. We'll see you soon.